Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed. Morals for spring. Groundbreaking. Oh my gosh. You have to do it. You live for fashion. Hello and welcome to Nothing to Wear, the podcast that solves fashion problems no matter your age, size or budget. I'm Lee Campbell and today the fashion problem we're solving is what are the eight basic items that every woman needs in their wardrobe to make getting dressed easier? And to help us do that, I'm joined by returning guest Paula Joy, magazine editor turned digital creator and the author of the book, The Glow Up. Welcome back to Nothing to Wear, Paula. Now, look, on a previous episode, I already asked you about the items that are on high rotation in your wardrobe. So this time, I want to know, what are your fashion weaknesses? Vintage Yves Saint Laurent. Oh. Definitely. Anything? When it, when it was Eve, not Eve just Saint. Saint Laurent, yes. I really, I just collect those pieces. So yeah. that is a real fashion weakness. If I found one of those things, I would save all my pennies and yep. make it happen. Shoes are a real fashion yep. weakness. Yep. Doesn't matter the price point, doesn't matter where they come from, yep. if they're pretty and they speak to me. Yep. And do you wear these things once you've procured them into the wardrobe? Not as much as I used to, yeah. but I'm trying again. Mm. I think that the pandemic knocked a lot of that out of us mm. and I'm really trying to push myself yeah. of late. And there's something about just remembering what's in your wardrobe and rediscovering and going, oh, my gosh, that beautiful pair of vintage shoes. Yeah doesn't scream a trend because they're that old that they're always kind of classic and then you just pull them out and you've got something new yeah, to play shop with. your own wardrobe. Shop your own wardrobe. Definitely. And speaking of that, we're here to talk basics, which are basically the foundations of any good wardrobe. You're basic. Let's get started. Why are basics important for people to have in their wardrobe? Because for me, when we worked back in the day in magazines and we had a lot of fancy events to go to, I looked at my wardrobe and I had beautiful, sparkly, amazing dresses and high heels and there weren't basics to pull it all together. So why are basics important? Because you can't run around in a tutu the whole time, <laughs> even though I have done it. And there's nothing wrong with a tutu at the supermarket. But basics are called basics because that's what their function is. They yes. are there to serve you day to day to make getting dressed easier and to become a foundation for all your other pretty sparkly things to work around and on. Totally. And we're going to get into the top eight soon. We've got four each. But firstly, looking for basics. People think, okay, it's a basic. I've got to spend a lot of money. Some people think that. Some people think, oh, it's just a basic. I can go cheap. And to me, there's a difference between cheap and affordable. How should people approach shopping for basics on different budgets? I think that there are some things that are worth spending your money on and things that you can definitely spend less on. For instance, I would spend money on a well-tailored blazer with white t-shirts, for instance. I used to spend money on 
certain white T-shirts. Mm. Now, no, I get them in bulk mm. in the style I like. I get them sent in four times a year. Mm. I buy 10, I nappy sand them, yes. and then they become what I wear to exercise yeah, in. Or to bed. Or to bed. But I just actually think that you can, with something like a white T-shirt, as long as it's cotton, mm. I think you don't have to spend money. It does often come down to fabrication, doesn't it? You know, it's yes. sometimes you are paying for the brand of a basic, but it's a cotton shirt and there's another great basic cotton shirt for a quarter of the price. Totally. All right, let's kick things off. So number one or number eight, if we're going to count down, and your favourite, a black blazer. Yes. Probably the most classic basic and essential, I would say. Talk to me about how we wear a black blazer. What do we look for? You look for fabric. I don't want to see anything too shiny. I think, again, a crepe is really, really good in a blazer. Single-breasted for me. Mm. Buttons that are black if mm-hmm. you want it to just be something that you can wear a thousand ways. If you have a silver or a gold or a tortoiseshell or a detail button, people will remember that. Mm. So look for self-colour buttons. Mm. You can have double-breasted, but I just think single-breasted is is much more classic. Mm. Again, coming back to body shape, what you need to know is where the blazer needs to hit on your body mm. because not everybody is the same. Some people, generally it's people that are shorter, it's better for it to sit right on the hip bone. Yep. Some people need it below the butt. Yep. Some people need it even longer still. So mm. that's the real thing is trying on lots of different types and mm. working out where the best cut on your body is. Do you button up your blazers? Very rarely. Very rarely. But when you're trying one on, will you make sure that there's room there if you want to? Or is it just the single-breasted just for the simplicity of the silhouette? Depends, actually. But generally, I'm not buttoning it up. I mean, we also, we live in Australia. Like, Mm. most of the time, we're ripping our jackets off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just there for looks, not for warmth. Okay, so my first one is a tank. It's a specific tank from Uniqlo. It is a cotton tank. It's got a round neck, thick enough strap to wear a bra, doesn't scoop too low at the back, so your bra's completely hidden. I have three in white because I bleach it pretty much every time I wear it because that dreaded sunscreen tinge you get from obviously wearing body sunscreen. I have it in the grey. I have it in the black. I have it in pretty much every colour except for the terracotta. It's the hardest working basic for me because throughout winter I wore it under the blazers and now coming into spring and summer I wear it with you know a wide leg linen pant and even though it's a plain tank, if I can wear it with something, you know, quite dressy on the bottom or even just jeans, it is the best tank that has ever existed. And I have purchased tanks that were hundreds of dollars. Yes. And now I can have hundreds of these for the same price. So it's just my favorite tank ever. Okay. Next for you, a white t-shirt. That sounds obvious, but white t-shirts are not all made equal. What are we looking for? Well, you need a crew neck and you need a V-neck. Ooh. You need both so because they serve different purposes depending on what you've got on top. Mm-hmm. Crew necks you definitely need to protect your decolletage, do we not, Lee? Mm-hmm. Because we people do. forget people walk around with scoop necks and then they're going to wake up at 50 and go, <laughs> what the F yep. has happened my to my chest? <laughs> so we need a crew neck and oftentimes a crew neck can be more flattering if you haven't got anything over the top. Mm. But again, depending on where your boobs are at, like a V-neck takes the width of your shoulders and cuts it in half Mm. just by the trick of the eye following the V. So if you've got a 
big padding on your shoulders or a big trench coat, a V is going to slim everything down and bring the eye in. That is genius. So you need both and it needs to be in cotton and don't get them too oversized. Yes. You know, it's not a T-shirt as a dress. Okay. You just... But what about shrinkage? There was shrinkage. Do you find, because I've made that mistake and I guess it's mostly with online shopping, is that something fits great the first wear and maybe I'm just bad at doing laundry, but then something shrinks. Do you pre-wash things? Do you just not cold wash like cold 20 wash. okay 20 and okay. and with t-shirts or cottons use a cotton cycle or use a delicate cycle okay i'm yeah. doing everything all you're wrong. doing it at like <laughs> 2000 spins per minute at uh, 60 I am degrees with all my toddlers yeah. synthetic crap no. and no wonder i've ruined so many t-shirts yeah move by mamma mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Next up for me is a maxi, a maxi dress, obviously. Not so much a floral statement one, but a black or a white linen maxi. I just find, you know, when I have an endo flare, when I've got nothing to wear, when I just can't think or I am going away and I don't really know the dress code, I think a black or a white linen maxi for me has kind of saved the day a million times. The white I can bleach. The black, harder for me to wear at home with two long hair cats, but I do think there's something about a black linen that's equal parts casual as it is dressy and kind of effortless and like, oh, that girl looks cool, but she obviously didn't try. So I've got a couple of each that have been doing the rotation in my wardrobe for many years. And they weren't expensive. It's not about fast fashion. They're affordable, but because I wear them so much, to me, that's the opposite of fast fashion because they're definitely a basic. How do you deal with crushing? I'm pro crushing because as previously spoken, I'm not great at laundry. I do have a steamer and a handheld steamer I take on travel, Yeah, but I find some linens crush more than others. I think sometimes if it's a blend, it doesn't crush as badly, yes. but I just go with it. I just think this is the look. Go for it. I think everybody sort of understands that that's what linen does. And that's why I think I'm drawn to it because I'm anti-ironing unless I don't have to. <laughs> okay. Your next basic is blue jeans. Wow. I mean, jeans is a whole other topic. I think they're probably actually my number one staple. What do you look for in a good pair of staple jeans? I think rigid denim. Mm. Look, first of all, jeans that suit you. Yes. Really, they're going to be the best jeans for you. Mm-hmm. But I love and think everyone should have a true Hollywood blue wash. Mm. The classic Rebel Without a Cause, Marilyn Monroe, 1954 rigid denim blue jean. Love that. With a straight leg Mm -hmm. that sort of finishes just on the ankle, Mm -hmm. slightly high in the waist. Yep. Button up probably. Yep. I love that. I just think it's iconic. Yes, it's iconic and you can dress it up and dress it down. High-waisted, you said, right? Well, now, yeah. I find that the most flattering. Yeah. I really do. um, I ain't doing the... (laughs) <laughs> the low, the no. low slung jean anymore. And not that we tell people what to wear, but skinny jeans are quote unquote out. You're out. 
How do you feel about that? I mean, obviously there's a place for them in every woman's wardrobe if they like them, but do you just find the straight cut to be more versatile? I like skinny jeans. I mm. do. A skinny jean can look fantastic, particularly with a pointed-toed pump or something like that. Mm. I think you can have a jean wardrobe. Yes. But, again, it's trying them on. Mm. Like everybody's, so everybody's different and you've just got to find what suits you. Mm. I do agree, though, that style you've explained is pretty classic, so you're not going to get it out next time and go, oh, that was so last season. No, no rips and no acid wash, like a, just a proper classic. It's much about the wash as it is the shape. Yeah, for sure. Okay, my next basic is sandals, which is very broad. I've got a couple of pairs. One of them I bought from the Nine West outlet at least 10 years ago, mm. and they're a simple black two-straps, kind of slingbacky elastic thing. They don't scream any era. They don't look any brand, but they look stylish enough. Every time I wear them, and they're literally falling apart now, but every time I wear them, someone's like, oh, can you send me a link to those sandals? I'm like, they're a decade old. So something like that, and also then in a nudie, tanny white for me, I'll pack those two on holidays and they get me through all spring, summer. I just love a sandal. You love a Ray-Ban. I love a Ray-Ban. I think mm. everybody needs a Ray-Ban iconic and make you feel iconic mm. and there's one to suit everybody whether you're I mean I'm the wayfarer you are see I'm so, the aviator oh I was going to say the aviator so mm. I mean it's the wayfarer is so much part of me that mm -hmm. it, my face looks strange without it <laughs> yes. now it's yeah. like so much a part of me I've been wearing it since uh Desperately Seeking Susan. Wow. Madonna. But um, <laughs> there's the Andrew McCarthy Less Than Zero round frame, mm -hmm. you know, John Lennon as well. There's the Jack Nicholson classic 80s frame. They are the fashion sunglasses. Yeah, and there they is are. one for everyone and they are worth the money. And they're timeless. They are timeless. They are timeless. <laughs> Lastly for me would be a trench coat. I love a trench coat because, as we say, particularly in Sydney where you and I are both based, we don't get a hugely cold winter. Transseasonal spring and autumn can be a bit like, oh, what's going to happen today? And I just feel like a trench sometimes over my leggings and my trainers if I'm pretending I'm doing active things but I'm just running around. And then over a maxi or a slip dress. Like I'm surprised by how versatile a trench is since I added them to my wardrobe. And oftentimes they have water-resistant properties. I'm not wearing them for the weather, to be honest, which I used to think is kind of what they were for. But they're kind of like a casual, cool coat. Would you agree? They're perfect. Trench mm. coats are just, they put everything together. Mm. You're instantly done up. I always say, put them over your gym gear, you look better. Yes. Put them over tracksuit pants, you look better. And they also go with absolutely everything over a ball gown, better. Yes. They are like, they trench coats are yeah. magic. And I must magic. say, I first got into them when I was postpartum and, you know, self-conscious about my different body. And it was fantastic because like, I did. I had spew all over me underneath my trench and I could go for a walk with the baby. And people were like, oh, you must be doing so well. You look so great. And I'm like, no, it's just the trench. No, totally. Every celebrity I've ever styled, I'm like, you need a trench coat in the back of your car. So when you get out mm. and you're pumping gas or going into the supermarket, mm -hmm. you're not going to regret the photo. That is so true. Okay, I'm going to keep one in my boot. Okay, quickly, I just want to ask about what do we spend on basics? Like you said, I mean, everyone's budget's different, but do you believe spend on the item that you're going to wear the most out of your list or like you say, where it's doing the most service to your body or your wardrobe? Yeah, doing the most service to your body or your wardrobe, I think. 
And think with things like sunglasses, mm. you're talking about, you know, sandals. I mean, anything sort of that you want to really last forever, make it leather, buy the brand, yeah. you know, I think it, it's worth it in the long mm. run. It's just fashion maths. It's fashion maths. And yeah, I mean, sunglasses are good for your eyes. It's practically a health product. It's very expensive. Damn, honey. How much are these? 25%. Okay, bougie and budget basics edition. So if people haven't realised Paula loves a black blazer, are you going to give us an option or some brands for both bougie and budget? Yes. I think that you can get a great black blazer, Uniqlo, Seed, Witchery, all really, really affordable. Then if you want to go another step up, you would look at things like Cos, Veronica Main, Q, Country Road, and then if you want to go another step up, mm. I would look then at some Australian designers like Basic or Camilla and Mark, mm. or then if you want to go another step up, <laughs> then you go into designer. Yeah, okay. I think I need a new black blazer. Mine, I'm going to go with a trench because, again, it has – I've probably got four. I've got three kind of beigey brownie ones and one khaki one, and I honestly wear them – nine months out of the year, all the time. My affordable one would be from Marks and Spencer. Marks and Spencer ship to Australia and they do a few types. They've got this one that's proper like can wear in the rain. I mean, Londoners need that more than us. It's got a button off hoodie. So it can look a bit sporty with the hoodie. It's got that big oversized shouldery. What's that thing with the button? Like a lapel thing? Epaulette. Is that what that's called? Mm -hmm. An epaulette. Mm -hmm. And the same around the wrist? Mm -hmm. An epaulette. And I live in it and I get asked about it all the time and it's like a hundred and something dollars. Yeah. And it literally, I've dry cleaned it once. It doesn't get dirty because it's sort of waterproof. Like I chuck it on the floor. Well, that's they should be. I mean, yeah. that's what they inherently are supposed to be. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. And then if I won the lotto, I would get the Camilla and Mark Trench. It's beautiful. It comes in a different bunch of colours. They make it in a denim at the moment, which I just could not justify because that's such a trend piece. But I'm going to save up for the Camilla and Mark one. Not that my Marks and Spencer one doesn't do the job, but it just, to me, feels very special. And then you could save up for the Burberry one. <laughs> I know, but can I say something controversial? I don't like the lining. I don't like the Burberry print. <gasps> Not that anyone sees what's inside you. Really? No. It's a classic. It is classic. I've never tried one on. Maybe, well, maybe I don't need to try one on. Oh, it's pretty nice with the little monogram yeah. LC on the... Stop spending my money on, money on the wrist oh, there. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Okay. Look, maybe I'll save up the Camilla Mark and when I win the lotto, I'll get the Burberry one. Perfect deal. Thank you. I'm so excited. I've got some basics to fill now in my wardrobe. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Nothing to Wear. Remember to sign up to the companion newsletter that has links to examples of everything we spoke about today. There's a link to the newsletter in the show notes. See you next week. This episode was produced by Emmeline Gazillas with audio production by Tegan Sadler.